I'm Kenny Jacket, and you're listening to the On Average Wolves Fancast. Hello, and welcome to the award-winning Wolves Fancast. Um, um, yes, as you might have known, because we've probably badged on about it so much for the last couple of weeks. Uh, since we did our last podcast, we were very lucky to be awarded the Best Football Podcast Judges Award at the Football Blogging Awards um, a couple of weeks ago in Manchester at the National Football Museum. It was a great night. Most of us went, were able to go down to Manchesterford. Um, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a good night. Yeah, yeah. Really fun. Good night's even better when you win those, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you to everybody who obviously voted for us over the last few weeks and put up with our barraging of votes. Barraging, is that a word? We'll roll with it. Yeah, we'll roll with it. Um, And obviously, if you listen to the podcast and interact with us anyway, the only reason why we've got to that position is because you guys have listened to it and it's been fantastic. So, thank you very much to everyone who voted for us and everyone who listens to the podcast. Richard, commiserations because you weren't lucky enough to get the award for the the, the new blogger book. I got got top 10, so I'll I'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) Better than a kick in the. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't Uh, say I'm not disappointed it didn't win, but yeah. Uh, so, so, Shout everyone for voting for me as well, by the way. It was appreciated, even if you didn't vote enough. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, thank you. Boo, shame on you, shame yeah. on you. But, no, but thank you very much. It was great to win the award this year. And we just want to say thank you to all the other podcasts um, out there who were nominated. Because there's some great podcasts out mm. there. The Anful Rap and the guy from No Nay Never, the Burnley podcast, who we got to meet mm. on the night as well. Nice guys. Very yeah. top guys, yeah. So we beat some tough competition and uh, we've got some... At least the Wolves don't get any more silverware this year. We've technically got yeah. some... Don't we have to go in the trophy cabinet and mind you? I don't see why not. Or the museum. You can have like a little <laughs> yeah. a little plaque, a little video screen. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, you can maybe go in and listen to like Fancast Best Bits on some of the cards yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an idea, that's worth, yeah. worth putting to the club. <coughs> what? <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. Also, we've got a brand new website you might have seen, wolvesfancast.com, uh, done by the great people at Opera Creative who've now come on board the Fancast bus as a sponsor, so welcome, Upper Creative. It's a good little website, Richard. Really nice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. not boasting at all. Just, no, yeah. Um, yeah, it makes me, my work look a lot better anyway, so I can't really complain. Um, yeah, so go visit it, go check out the blogs and all the different pages. It's even got um, some of Luke Thompson's Paul Skulls quotes on, uh, on, on the Yeah, yeah. you haven't even visited yeah. the website <laughs> yeah. on, the, uh, on, on the podcast bit, but wallsfancast.com, go check it out. If you do, if you are interested in writing for us, uh, then do get in touch. Go on to wallsfancast.com and click on contact us. But again, uh, welcome to Upper Creative on board the Fancast bus. Uh, let's go into news and rumours. We've been linked to, which has been dismissed by Jacket, is uh, Knockart, is it? Yeah. From Leicester. Yeah. Before the podcast, Luke, you said he's a nice little player. Yeah, I think Knockart is an absolutely fantastic player. And especially at Championship level, he's not really being tested at Premier League level because he's not. He hasn't been really into the Leicester team, team which is no. a bit strange. Again, I think I said a couple of weeks ago, I, I don't really watch Leicester religious, real, religiously, but I'm thinking they're wide players to play. Is it a guy called Marhez, Marez or something? Yeah, they've got a couple of new boys in. Who looks got, all right. Uh, yeah. But I can't think who plays on the other week. Is it Jeffrey Schlup? Yeah, Schlup. Yeah, and he's average, I'd say. He's a bit hit and miss. I think he's one of those Schlup. You put him through one-on-one with the keeper and it's either going to... Break the back of the net or break someone's face in Rosehead. <laughs> um, but I mean, going back to Knockhart, I think he's got a good, a good on set pieces, got a good delivery on him. Good with um, both feet as well. As good with both feet, yeah. Technically very good. Um, I mean, if if we could 
pull that one out of the bag, I would absolutely be over the moon. Even January, if, oh. uh, the loan window closes Thursday. It closes week. Thursday mm. and then we'll open up first of Jan. I mean, um, is, is is this sort of like a serious rumour? Is it, or is it just like it was a fleeted rumour which yeah. a jacket has yeah. kind of dismissed today I on mean, Tuesday sort of on these putting two and two together. Sort of no, we we're going to need someone to replace Sacco in uh, February. Knockouts getting mm. not getting a game. Yeah. It, well, there's another rumour came out the other day that uh, VLP to Blackburn already. Mm. So whether that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. When um, I tell you who told me, it was it's a, a vicious rumour. <laughs> no, it, it was my missus's brother who told me. And um, when he t- I said if if he goes out on loan to Blackburn, I won't go again this season. I feel that strongly Ooh, about. Wow. about I really so... do. I really do. I think to let him go out. Right, on... lads, deals off. <laughs> deals off. <laughs> Blue Thompson isn't going to a game again this season. Jesse's there listening to this game. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? The Venkies. Yeah. <laughs> I need a fax. I'll give me a fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of people rushing around so I'm on you. Oh, God. It's, it's like um, the West Wing. Yeah. <laughs> what have you got? Luke Thompson said he wouldn't, he wouldn't go to Molyneux with the BLP. <laughs> Oh god! Fun yeah. time. and that's why we win awards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is why this we is win award-winning award. content, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just think to let VLP go out on loan would be suicidal. Yeah. I mean, we're losing Sacco. Um, VLP is the closest thing we've got to Sacco mm-hmm. to sort of skill, direct directness, yeah. pace. Yeah. Um, I mean, he came on last 20 against Forest, and I thought... He did all right. He did really well, yeah. should have scored. Yeah. But apart from that, I thought he, he changed the impetus of the game, yeah. really brought an injection of life into Wolves' attack. And I just think, why why let him go out on loan? Mm. It, it makes no sense to me. Um, Sakar's going to be gone, so you're left with Henry, who... He's been playing quite well, to be fair. Mm. You can understand. I, would, I think he may have a few be... criticisms of his recent performances. Yeah. But I don't think he's bad at this level. Yeah, I think yeah. Like, yeah. Jacobs, who hasn't got started this season, mm. really. And then you'd be relying on Eusebio and Zelli. Mm. Bakari. And Bakari. Who, who and, got linked. Which, in another news update, yeah. is apparently, probably now... He's back to training. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, or maybe last week, they said that he was only two weeks back from training. Jacket said he'd have another look at him, and some of his backroom staff had had been impressed with him. Yeah, they seemed impressed in pre-season, didn't they? And there was a lot of rumours going about when we bought him that he was actually better than Sacco. So, mm. could you imagine if Sacco does go with Marley, which we'll talk about in a sec? Bakara comes in, we basically got Sacco. It would be if interesting, you know what I mean. wouldn't it? Um, it Honestly, someone asked me, do you think he's any good? <laughs> I was like, well, I haven't actually seen him mm. play. He hasn't sort of played enough games for Wolves or even last season. I don't um, think anyone's noticed on FIFA. He's always on the subs bench. Yeah. And he's rated 69, mm. which isn't bad for someone who has basically hasn't played for two years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to African Cup of Nations update. I think we need to I, set... feel, I feel like we need some music here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some African music. Sing Africa. Music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What was the... Uh, I always remember the... <laughs> That's the official jingle for the African <laughs> Cup of Nations update. Uh, Marley have qualified for the African Cup of Nations. I just, it's, it, that, it's just walls look that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Algeria haven't lost all qualification yeah. campaign. Marley needs to win. Yeah. And then 
typical Martin. And they lost to Malawi a couple of days before. How do you go from losing to Malawi to beating Algeria, who got five wins out of five games? Yeah. It's ridiculous. You know, even more so, Saka was even suspended for that game. Was it? Yeah. So he came back early, and they still. <laughs> it's, it just, just sums up Wolves' look, that does. So, yeah, so Mali have qualified for the Africa Cup of Nations. Well done, Mali. Um, which means obviously Dicko and Saka will go. So we now can have this serious talk over the next few weeks about who do you even bring in to cover those two? Because I'll be gone from mid January till about mid February. Mm. So that, that month they're going to have got to have if depending on Marley's how they how much they, how, how further have they progress. Yeah. That's the right word. They'll, they'll probably win it now. <laughs> yeah, you can watch. Every knockout game going to exercise and penalties yeah, as well. Yeah, just just to, but if, they get, if they get a decent, you know, they go far in the tournament, then they've still got to come back and recover. They can't go straight back into the team. So you're looking at March before they really come back in. Well, maybe end of February. You say that if say if they got to the quarterfinals, then I suppose, or even if they got to the semi-finals, they still could come back and play right away because. If if you get knocked out in the quarters, then they would have played the semi final and the final. Mm. So then why couldn't they come back and play two games for Wolves? When I mean, you look mm. at all these World Cup players who have to have ages on, maybe yeah, just pathetic. a week, maybe a week or so's break. I don't think it will be sort of a long term. Mm. I think the only issue, benefit, the only benefit that will come with and Dicko doesn't play for Mali really. He's on like suspension. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the only benefit that's going to come of Sacco and Dicko going with Mali is that Wolves will have to try and buy quality players. In January to cover, which means there'll be very good competition for places when they come back. You think about technically the depth mm. of what our midfield could be like and up front mm. because of what we've had to, t- if we can, bring in to cover those places. Yeah. See, that's the right. Yeah, I'm shining light. But it puts a lot of pressure on the club, doesn't it, to sign players? I mean, under mm. already quite a lot of pressure at the moment, well, especially in January, where it's hard yeah. to yeah. <laughs> anyone. You know, it's it's going to be quite difficult because clubs are going to know that. You know we're going to be about well our two best players. So what's stopping them from forking up any asking prices? Mm. Um, so in terms of who we can get, I mean Knockart would probably would probably be a very good replacement for someone like Sacco. I wouldn't be surprised if Danny um, Graham stays on. I could. When does yeah. it go until first first or what thirty first of January? Is it? I think it's just the start of January. Oh, just, yeah. oh like the thirty first of December or one of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, if we could sign him for. Another three months on top mm. of that, at least mm. it'll be something. Obviously, Siggy's um, coming back, but then I think he'll be in it, group three anyway. Well, that's he? I mean, reading Jackie's comments in the Express and Star, it was a bit sort of like icy as a yeah, fruit. frosty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it, 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 it seemed a bit like calm down. <laughs> you know, it, it did seem it quite was like, mean. Well, he's had his chance here. He won't. He wanted to go back home because he said he preferred the league. I haven't seen him out there, but he's done nothing. Yeah. It was yeah. like, okay, mate, <laughs> he's going to come back now because the club doesn't want him. But he sounds like he's going to um, go into group three, but it's an extra striker option, yeah. isn't it, really, for Wolves? So, but I think this is something we can cover over the next few weeks. Other news, Courtney's back in the house. Um, Courtney House, of course, back on from his loan at Chillingham. Mm. Yeah. Um, speculation that he could be in the team against Brentford or in Does some he, or yeah. capacity, maybe on the subs bench. He's obviously going to call Cudder Evans Landell, who's injured from the game against Forest. Um, Jackett's already ruled out a recall for Roger Johnson, which you can see why people yeah. would suggest it, though, for how experienced Roger Johnson is. Um, with all this defensive crisis, does it not give Kevin Foley a chance to stake a claim? No, I think we're all right at right back. I think that's the one defensive see, position at the I, moment where we're okay. See, I think 
Doherty has been he's gone under the radar compared to someone like Bat who mm. I mean, we can criticise quite a bit if we want to but Doherty you notice how many goals you go through have actually came down on the right hand side mm. and sort of just it's a bit lapses of concentration and I know I, I, I mean I am was a big Kevin Foley fan but you say he hasn't really played much in the last year or two years or whatever you want to call it so but I thought Doherty handled Antonio quite well Saturday he did well I think first 10-15 minutes Antonio yeah. looked to get at him but I thought he sort of dictated the game a bit I thought Antonio I think Antonio was probably one of the best left wingers in the league possibly yeah but I mean I say the first goal definitely came I, I'm not saying it's his fault yeah um, I don't think he's made a lot of culpable errors towards mm-hmm. goals, but I do think there's areas in his defensive play mm-hmm. that do need work on in terms of, let's say, stopping the crosses from coming in. Um, uh, how about Roger Johnson? I know we said uh, about it, but it's still because if you, if Wolves run out of defenders, he's going to have to look there. to. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> he's oh, there. I think we'd maybe look to uh, Dominic Orford before mm-hmm. we look to Roger Johnson. Yeah, and you've got um, George think, Swan as well. Mm. Is it? But uh, is that the I problem though really... at this level? The, the they're still. I'm sure they're good kids, but could they really cope? Because we've and we'll talk about Ebanks and Dylan Forrest, but we've in the last few weeks we talked about is he really at this level? Mm-hmm. You know, bring in. Um, housing or Orpha or Swan are they you, can you even throw them in? And it's you, difficult isn't it that's why it is uh, although you don't want Roger Johnson to come back in you have got someone who has got a vast amount of experience but then would you rather sort of like long term for the club blood somebody like Courtney House or mm-hmm. Orpha rather than just giving Roger Johnson a, a couple I'm, of games I'm, I'm talking about Roger Johnson's desperation yeah. I think if yeah. you really run out of experience... When was that time he kicked a ball? Roger Johnson. Well, true. Doing one bounce with Kevin Foley in the bomb squad. <laughs> yeah. That's all right, that's all day. Just playing there, sp- slam yeah. up the wall. Yeah. Swing ball. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've gone back to the podcast like a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's the latest news. Um, did anyone see the YouGov report about... Um, typ- uh, it was almost like a research about a typical fan of each club, mm. about what they were like. We all look at the Wolves version yeah, of this report. Wolves, yeah. I've summarised. Basically, YouGov did a report of... Um, they, they asked a, a group of fans for each team to try and figure out what a typical fan it is It was a nationwide thing in terms of areas as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so I think Wolves, they did about 230 people they asked for this. So this is what I generalised from. There's a lot more. And if you go on our Twitter and our Facebook page... They didn't ask all them was protesting a couple of years ago, was that? <laughs> Because that's not a very good demographic well, to protesting, use. Really, is it? Protesting was high on the list. <laughs> um, so we've we've generalised some of these. Um, obviously, go on there. There's a lot more. Apparently, Wolves fans drive a Renault. No, I don't, I, yeah. no, I don't no, drive a uh, Our favourite film is Jesus Christ Superstar. Never seen it. No. Cracking film. Say, no. better, probably better musical than a film if we're going to throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, favourite uh, actor is Gary Oldman. Never heard of him. Oh, he's a great actor. Yeah. Great actor. Come on. What are you talking about, Willis? That's Gary Coleman. I'm going to have to send you a picture of it. You've not seen the Batman films? The Dark Knight you films? Play, um, I don't really watch Batman, if I'm being honest. Oh, I'm not really come on, Dark Knight, one of the best films you'll ever see. Heath Ledger as a joke is he just played, um, fantastic. He played Yeah, he plays Commissioner, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Luke, uh, Luke, Lieutenant Gordon. Yeah. No, I've not watched it. He was also in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spine. Yes. Not watched uh, that either. Poor film. Really. 
Yeah. Didn't like it. We're going to the film fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen the new Plant the Apes film, Dawn, Dawn of the Apes, Plant the Apes? I've seen the first one. Oh, the second one's it. better. Oh, is it? Yeah. Gary Oldman's in that as well. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. I'll watch it just for Gary Oldman. <laughs> yeah. Being a Wolves fan. You know, just <laughs> yeah. favourite actor. Um, our favourite f- uh, meal is beef casserole. I haven't had beef casserole for years. Uh, we can be nervous and oversensitive. I, I, I agree with that. What? Why are you looking at me? Our second uh, favourite musical act is Boyzone as well. My well, missus was a huge Boyzone fan. <laughs> like, ridiculously, to the point that I still take the piss out of her now. I didn't even know when she liked Boyzone, but it's just so funny that she was such a uber fan. Um, so, yeah, why don't you go check out that YouGov report then? He's on Twitter. Didn't it say a lot? Our favourite newspapers to read and all stuff like that. Yeah. It also said one of our highest, one of the most people we follow is Nick Clegg. It just, it just on that Twitter list though. Wolf's fancast weren't on there. It's quite disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why don't you check it out? It's on our Facebook page at Wolf's Football Fancast Show um, and Twitter at WDFC Fancast. And just finally, we got this on Twitter. If this um, tablet wants to work. Uh, we had a tweet from Mr. Ferguson, I don't think it's Darren or anything like that, uh, saying, if you sing Hi Ho Wolverhampton in an empty Molyneux, does anyone hear it? Hashtag philosophy. Oh, 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 okay. Deep, deep, deep. That's what I like on the fan cast, deep, real deep conversations. Yeah. So we can really tear into yeah. those conversations. That's where we'll leave the news and the scandal bit. Uh, on Saturday, Wolves succumbed to a 3-0 defeat at home to Forest um, in what I'm now going to dub in these last two games, the East Midlands Massacre. Oh, uh, Wolves have now conceded 11 goals and only scored one in three games. Uh, Wolves seem to have a quite mixed uh, first half, but in the second half, Forest seemed more hungry and they scored three goals thanks to Asombolonga, Freyat and Lansbury. Uh, let's talk about the first half. Uh, Akimi did very well, very, mm. very well to keep out two shots. Yeah, yeah. Forest seemed to start like they did the second half very strongly, and they were all over the sh- all over the pie, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we think on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. First half, I thought it was yeah, Forest were a good team. They had some decent chances, and um, we did need Akimi to be up his best first half. It could have been over. It, yeah, like twenty minutes it, it could have, and I think we did slowly grow and we grew into a game. And I was a little worried after um, Akimi saved that one onto the post. I was a bit like, "This could be another Forest if we're not careful here." But we grew into it, and Edwards had that chance, didn't he? Where sort of Graham dragged the defender wide, and he sort of flicked on, and just didn't have the legs to beat the last man. And I got a bit hopeful. And then the second half happened. What's, um, what's Edwards' goal offside? Well, I was going to ask that because a couple of people I've said suggested they didn't think it was, but I'm seeing it from that angle to. Hmm. I mean, it's it hard to see, you know, sort of from behind the goals, but I think if you look at the player's reaction, that usually gives it away, doesn't it? Mm. And he didn't seem to mm. remonstrate too mm. much. Good word, yeah. good word. Uh, we did seem to grow in the first half, as far as after those chances, Edwards had this slow goal. Graham, I thought in general. Did yeah, all right for his I, debut. I, I, yeah. A lot more than Leon Clark mm. has been doing. Oh, yeah, a lot more. I'd say, compared to sort of Sagbo, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was great to see. I, I, felt, I did start to feel sorry for him in the second half when he was just getting so isolated. And don't get me wrong, he was a bit rusty in parts. Mm. Um, but his general movement, um, I thought, was really good. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he had that one chance, didn't he? 
um, where Singapore did it came, across came, the box? Yeah, it came yeah. across. It was a tight angle, wasn't it? It was a tight yeah. angle, and he got it on target at least, mm. which I say compared to. I think that was our only shot on target, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. um, which says a lot about our general play. Um, but I think if he can keep going. I think he might be. I think he could be mm. a really good signing. Yeah. I, I was impressed with with mm. Graham. I mean, obviously he didn't set the world alight, but again, his service was lacking but yeah. I think when he did get the ball you could see in his touch and his movement and his body positioning yeah. I think you could see the difference in mm. in class between yeah. himself and say Leon Clark because it was a really good where the ball sort of came across the halfway line and he dragged he was did a really good job he dragged the defender in and comparing to Lewandowski here where yeah okay Big up, great big comparison. Great yeah. comparison. And like he sort of he managed to just turn the defender and he won a free kick on the halfway line. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just by sort of no, you know, his positional play and sort of judging the um, speed of the ball. And I thought you compare that to someone like Clark, who probably it, it would have gave away a free kick. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really good. Well, um, I think that's just as important in a striker, especially one that's playing up front on his own, because we was very deep at the time. Did that not come yeah. from us clearing a corner? Yeah. But, and, it, was and the, it was around the halfway He's sort of up front on his own, so he's not going to be able to take on every man and his dog. Mm. But to win a free kick, that relieves the pressure pressure from yeah. us and allows us to then it was get, get further up the field. I think like, that's great. I doubt we'd have had the speed to have turned the defender mm. and gone. Um, but it was a way you sort of dragged him in and just um, shielded the ball with mm. his body. Um, and so it just relieved a bit of pressure on the team. And, and that... that when Edwards was running for on goal and like you said didn't have the mm. legs didn't that come from a great little cushion pass yeah, from, he, he from dra- Danny he Graham he dragged the defender out wide or he, he created the space um, I think he must have had to pull the other defender away as well and sort of just one touch just laid mm. it square inside it was a simple ball it didn't sort of try and flick it behind mm. or anything um, you say he does seem to have that mm. sort of bit of intelligence mm. he did seem to hold touch. the ball up well and yeah. try and get people in I, my only concern with Danny Graham is he hasn't really consistently scored for Two or three is like he did at Swansea. If he His doesn't score, record wasn't bad. It was, he no. got one in three at the end of last season, didn't he? Um, uh, but uh, then he's had a dire eighteen months before mm. that. So, but I think if he doesn't score in the next couple of games, I doubt whether he'll score again for, for, for <laughs> Wolves. I, I just yeah, it, it just feels like he needs to get an early goal soon. I, th- I think. Then I think when with with Graham playing, we need to look at our wingers because. Every time we attacked, if you look at Danny Graham, he's smack bang in between the posts, which is where, where you, you want, want your striker yeah, to be. That's your one criticism of Dicko, isn't yeah, it, usually? Yeah. But he... And he's in the position. So if we can get the service in, he'll, he'll get chances, whether he can put them away or not. Yeah, it's mm. a different story. But I like the, the position he gets into, and it's up to our wide men to be able to put mm. those balls in mm. for him to put away. So yeah, they need to step up to the players. Yeah, well. I think di- one of the most disappointing things on Saturday was our wingers. I mm-hmm. think Henry. I like Henry, but I'm always I'm of the opinion that you should play Van der Power at home and Henry away. Mm-hmm. Yes, because Henry's quite good defensively, and he, he drops and he does drop deep, which it, if mm-hmm. you're defending is great. But then he doesn't he doesn't almost have the speed to push the, the opposition fullback further and further, and it meant that. Graham was isolated, mm-hmm. um, so I'd have, I'd say you play Van der Poel at home when you're going to attack a bit more and you're going to come out, and then have Henry away from home because he's good on set piece and all that kind of stuff and he's a bit more dogged defensively. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't and Saka had a poor game as well, which well, was. Um, I was thinking about you when I was at the match. Cheers, oh. because <laughs> I did notice Saga was playing a lot more central. Sago. 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 Sago.
it was. He did seem a lot more central and like when you said the other week. Thank you. Was he playing like quarterback? And I, I did notice. I was like, God, he's a bit deep and a bit central. Mm. What Dave's doing now? Mm. Huh? Then it made me think of you. Oh, well, good, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he spotted that. David Evans, tactical genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the credit that you, no, you deserve. I don't, I don't, I don't. Put all these hours, read all these books, <laughs> yeah. make all these game plans, these charts. <laughs> I send them to Kenny in the post. I get a nice a nice little letter of, thanks very much yeah. for your, uh, your drawings. We'll consider them <laughs> at a later date. Um, in the second half, obviously, Forrest came out like they did in the first half and they got the goal they were waiting mm. for. And they said they seemed more hungry. The goal was coming, wasn't it, really? Yeah. And the first goal, um, I'm going to talk about Sam Ricketts in a second and a couple of stats for him, but I kind of felt that partly at fault for the goal, but also, it to me, it looked a bit odd how he had it. Forrest played it quite well in the box, put it on the cross to the side of the goal. You had Doherty, Bath, Stearman all looking at him. And then none of them noting that he had Samba Longa mm. and a couple of other Forest players in the box completely free. It's almost like when Samba Longa tapped in, his reaction was like, I've scored. Yeah, I can't yeah, believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It was and, odd, yeah. sort of a way. Yeah. He was six yards out with no one around. I, yeah. I, I think from a, a, an attacking point of view and a Forest point of view, it was an absolutely superb goal. Mm. And if Wolves would have scored that, I'd have been <laughs> like, wow, mm. <laughs> that was a good goal. For me, the criticism comes from Danny Bath. Mm. Um, He's he's on Matty Friot. Matty Friot plays the ball off, spins off Danny Bath, receives the ball wide and knocks it into a Sombolonga. Danny Bath's nowhere near him. You know, why is he letting mm. Matty Friot just run off and, and have the freedom of, of the eighteen yard box? And again, a Sombolonga's two yards out. Why why has he got so much space two yards mm. out? Why is nobody touched mm. tight to him? It's it, it, schoolboy defended the game. Well, Ricketts was the, the last defender and it was a bit behind him as well. Could he have or again with Daft Simmons. I think how central he is. I think with how central he is, he's got to be one of the centre backs. Yeah, I think he's smack bang in the middle of the it, goal. If Ricketts sort of had noticed it and ran across to cover a Samba Longa, all Fright would have done is clip it to the back post. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I, I say, it was schoolboy defending yeah. again. Um, so it was a nicely worked um, move mm-hmm. in terms of sort of the flip. Um, flick round the corner, turn and span that well, but we should be defending that sort of system. You know, yeah. even, even if you see him turn and you just drop off a couple of yards, mm-hmm. um, the defence just seems generally when you watch them all out. They, they yeah. looked, at the moment they look like they don't know what they're doing. Again, the same as Derby. Every time Forrest went forward, they looked dangerous. Yeah. How many times did we genuinely look dangerous when we when we got mm. forward? We seem to have lost that clear instinct. Start of the season, we had that kind of fluidity. Yeah. We were passing mm. it around people, and you were like, "We're going to get something." It's so, like Rotherham away. Every time we went mm. forward, Rotherham yeah. away, you were like, "We're going to score. We're going to score." I mean, we did it in yeah. the end, but at least we, we looked, looked half decent yeah. when we've, we was. Now it's we've completely lost it. We've got no sort of attacking nah, into Southwick. It's like. Wolves from attacking and you're just waiting for us to mm. give them the ball back. And I don't know whether Dicko is the key to that. The the, the speed, yeah. how he runs about, he almost sets the tone. Sort of the same attack. way like with Liverpool now, now that without Suarez, yeah. mm-hmm. they don't have the same energy. And even when Wolves but, have, have pushed forward in um they've pushed forward and Wolves are playing it around the box. Dico's running around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. He's almost mm. he's almost confusing the defenders like what's gonna happen now, whereas there's nothing like that anymore. But I think if if you look at Southampton, they don't play with a fast striker. They play with mm. Pele, who's mm. a big man. Um tall. Mm. They 
look dangerous when they attack. So why can't we look dangerous when mm. we attack if we've got Graham or Clark playing up front? Yeah, people might turn around and say, oh yeah, but it's Leon Clark. But we've still got attacking midfielders that yeah. can yeah. look dangerous in attack. And at the moment, I just don't think they are. I think on Sacco as well, I think Sacco misses the partnership with Goldborn down the wing. Goldborn mm. really pushes forward, he'll overlap Sacco yeah. and they'll over well they'll overlap each other yeah. and I think you'll know that He gives them a good outlet yeah, as well. Mm. Exactly. Um, um the second goal I thought it was technically a lucky header. Ricketts went up for it and just luckily went in. But talking of Ricketts... Where, where were people on the posts? There's no... Yeah. Uh, in the first half as well, I don't know... I'm not a great sort of tactical genius, but... Say, Can you not? Unfortunately Leave. not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be award nominated, but I'm no Jonathan uh, Wilson. Um, no, it seemed odd that we didn't have people on either of the posts mm-hmm. and we saw that game. And, I mean, it was a... It went in top corner, so I doubt Aaron Son mm. on the post would have made I don't want to say it, I think it sort of just you know what I mean? yeah. landed just that. It was a poor goal. Yeah, but don't you think having someone on the lot and oh, yeah. on the back post... It would have stopped it. Yeah. So, stopped it. Talking to Sam Ricketts, um, in the four games he started this season in both league and cup, we've conceded 14 goals and only scored three in reply and obviously not winning them. Now, I'm not obviously suggesting that Sam Ricketts is to blame for all those. Do you remember when Gav Bale... Um, started was, at Spurs. Yeah, they were on that run. Yeah, but he hasn't done anything for me that's took the world by storm. And when he didn't start the start of the season, people were quite shocked. Oh, I can't mm. believe he's not started. We got so used to him not playing, and the defense was quite solid. I wonder whether, unfortunately for Sam, it's you know, especially when Goldborn comes back, just go back to the bench. Could be another Jared Crowder. Mm. Loan him out, then he'll come back at like 34, yeah. 35 and he'll be superb. And we can mm. see him now. Probably better at centre back than on the mm. full backs because he was poor against Huddersfield and he looked sort of he couldn't really cope. Um, I mean, I don't think he was awful against Derby. Um, I no. mean, he wasn't, I don't think he was compared awful to some of it, you know, the defenders next to him. Yeah. And he, he didn't do anything too bad on Saturday, it wasn't great by any um, respect. But he might be someone who okay, he doesn't have the pace to go down the wing anymore, just play him a bit more central so he can play a bit deeper and not have to run as much. Um, I don't see why Goldborn's not even well, in the team. It's, it's disgusting. It? He's, he's the best left back we've got at the club yeah. by a million miles. He's almost the only left back we've got yeah. at the club, isn't he? When I you're... think defensively, superb. Gives you that extra attacking option, attacking mm. threat. He's tidy on the ball. He's got a decent delivery. He's he's, he's just got to start. Mm. It's quite simple, really. Start, Scott, if Scott Goldborn starts against Brentford, we won't lose. Next Goal. game, Scott Goldborn starts, we won't lose. Even if we played Man United in the FA Cup, away. <laughs> <laughs> We'd beat him. Um, so about the third goal, I don't think anyone noticed with Lansbury strike when Forrest were playing around the box, about the whole defence went yeah. to this yeah. one player. Played to Lansbury, completely free, shot, top. Was it top corner? Yeah, but, yeah. but the exact same thing happened with Derby, where it seemed that you know Bath and Steers and whoever would be in a clump, and then they'd be like, oh, and with McDonald, be like, oh, what's going on? It's almost they're all together charging one player. Where, like Richard was saying, I'm no tactical tactical genius, but sure. Should we just claim we're tactical genius? Why? Why are they all all of a sudden? It's almost like it's almost like schoolboy where. You just everyone's just everyone's trying to focus. It's almost on the like ball. the last when you play five side and you say next goal wins and you desperate yeah. to win. Mm-hmm. So everyone, when you're twenty, everyone's just going after whoever's but got the ball. It's a bit like um, Agbonahor last night for 
Southampton's equaliser. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the game. Yeah. yeah. But the, the, the cross came in from the left-hand side and because Egbon Hall was watching the ball, he didn't see Klein moving mm. from, from behind. Mm. And that's the risky take when you're focusing solely on that ball and, you know, you're two phases away mm. from where the ball actually is and, mm. you know, you're not picking up your runners, you're not picking up your men. They're just going to run into that space behind you and, mm. and, and punish you, which which was fair. But you could... As soon as he crossed the ball, I knew I knew he was going to score. Yeah, everyone was he sort had, of. He had a couple of and everyone was sort of, was sort of off balance yeah. because of following the ball. Mm. Then it's gone past him. I, mean, I don't know. If it's something that we've been doing all season, and teams have only just started exploiting it. Can mm-hmm. you catch me drift? Yeah. Um, you say Derby did something very similar in terms of just dragging us out of position and then just squaring it to the empty space. Um, so it must come down to the communication because at some at some level you try and keep your back four in a line, yeah, and yeah. you do have to shift across with the play. Yeah, but we are doing it to an extent where you are just leaving a huge gap and you're too compact. So surely that must come down to the communication from the likes of Bat, who's mm. say the main defender. Yeah, but surely he's got to be the what the vocal one. We'd imagine or so. Steer- We've been captain as well. Yeah, or even but when Rippy's or even Stearman yeah. or whatever has got to be the last man. Yeah. So, just to point out, no, mark up. Mm. Um, I'm not sure how much. Te- I mean, was a midfielder who scored. So first thing I saw, well, where's the where's McDonald? Yeah, yeah. very true. Hasn't Lansbury got a bit of a reputation for having a good shot in the Yeah, he's a de- he's a decent. Um, he's a decent player. Yeah, very technically very. He does seem to get on the end of sort yeah. of balls on the edge of the box, but I don't. We did go four four two, and we did. Uh, and to be fair, credit to Jacket for it because he brought. Well, McClendon on with about half an hour to go and thought he's going to go for it now yeah. um, he doesn't want to st- um, shut up shop but nil-nil at home which thought fair play but we lost down we, can't, we can't play no. 4 4 two. it just and it isn't in our DNA I don't think, I don't this, this think McClendon version. barely did no. anything but did he we called for it a couple of weeks ago has Kenny mm. Jackie got a plan B he showed on Saturday that he has got a plan B the only problem with his plan B is Ali yeah. because I think the it, midfield doesn't it doesn't have the balance. Well, you, know, you know, take Henry off for McAlinden, put Edwards wide, and that, then you just start do a to think, what? Like, I don't think Edwards was at fault for a goal, but just oh, being, no, on, Van, no, just no, being but... on Van La Power on, on the right straight away. Yeah. And, and because he, he realised what he... It was almost like he'd realised his mistake yeah. at 2-0. Yeah. Before, I'll just have to bring him on now. It's but like, it's like when you're playing FIFA and you make a substitution that quickly, you slip mm. with with the analogue stick and you, you, you bring a goalkeeper on up front by <laughs> mistake and then like, we've got to do that substitution again. Yeah. That's what it was sort it was of like. Because like. I think if he'd have brought on Macklin, I think it was probably... I'm going to say he probably was right to go 4-4-2 mm. and actually yeah. try and stretch a game. And it would have... I think if it actually bought on Van Der Power and McAlinden, it would have given Forrest a lot more to think mm. about at that point. Has, but it just looked disjointed for those 10 minutes and if they got two goals... Has, has Jackie ever made a double substitution? He probably has. I don't know. In his magical career, yeah. just at Wolves. Just at Wolves, has he ever oh. made a double substitution? I don't know. Uh, let's, talk sure. about, let's talk about Van Der Power because I think, like you said earlier, I thought he did well when he came on. He should have scored that. Oh, yeah. 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 Great yeah. cross by McDonald. Yeah. I can't um, remember. Was it Jackie who came out and said, oh, might be able to play him as a forward? Yeah, no. no. He, he's he not can't a score. Forward. He, he, but yeah. again, start the season, he did well when he, yeah. he was a revelation. You know, I would really, we'll talk about Brentford, obviously, in a second, but obviously I'd be pushing for him to have more of an active role in. Because he, he started him, and that was the odd thing. As you say, like 
starting, then all of a sudden he's, he doesn't get a look yeah. in for 10 games mm. or whatever it is really. It's, 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 he's played, I think player. he's been absolutely, especially his, his debut against Norwich and then he played against Cardiff at home and you're like, Bloody hell, what, best, what a player. Um, yeah. Yeah, ble- um, ben has been to say best Dutch player ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the final point for us, I want to talk about Ebanks Landell, who's kind of had some pelters the last few weeks. Is he mm. really up to this level? He came off with injury, Steeman came on. Like Derby, goal still went in. Have we be- have people been giving Ebanks Landell too much stick? Because I thought first half, he yeah, held his own. Probably his best performance. Yeah, I, thought he, I thought he actually played well. He did everything you'd need, you need to do when you're playing yeah. against yeah. Samba Longa. Yeah. He got the ball, especially a lot of crosses that came in the first yeah. half, headed out straight away first time. I yeah, thought he did well. And I think because we knew we weren't going to have as much possession, Ebanks Lindell's distribution and mm. stuff like that, okay, fair enough. But we were never going to be able to get a lot of the ball against Forrest. So it did sort of play into his hands, but all he had to do was. Mark Sombolonga and win headers in the air. And it, it was a really, he did play really well and it was a shame to see him go off. Um, but then when Steeman came on, it went to pot really, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, at half time. Yeah. And then we lost second half 3 really, no? Yeah. Not, not that he's all Richard Steeman's fault. No, because he did like one pretty decent tackle. Oh, that was a superb yeah. tackle, that was. That was superb. Um, he would have been walking as well if he didn't time that yeah. right. Because um, didn't Forrest needs to actually score from it as well when he did the tackle? Yeah, that was my only. That was my only thing. It was a great tackle. He stopped. Oh, must have been a Sombolonga who was mm. going through. But then his tackle did put it right into the path of Burke, who tried <laughs> to dribble the ball into the back of the net. It seemed. Um, um, all in all, with Forrest, then another defeat against this East Midlands team. Um, mm. Probably, I know Forrest have been a bit of a bad run, but um, they'll, they might they should be up there with the team they've got. I'd imagine they'll be top six minimum, really. But again, it's another reality for Wolves that we've peaked, potentially peaked too early in the season. Teams yeah, found us out, and we need that plan B now. We need that urgency that we saw at the start of the yeah. season because that, that has gone mm. completely. And I wonder who brought that fan the parody. Do you think? Mm. Do you think he brought that bit of urgency? That he's a lot more. Mm. I think. I think, I think it's probably just a combination I think of I'm, our first choice eleven who mm. brought yeah. it in terms of the chemistry of all oh. the players going forward. Before we move on from Forest, mm. can we just talk about how rubbish Tommy Rowe is? I just don't think he offers anything. Person, I just don't. He didn't again. He didn't set the world light in the middle, just, but no, he's not for me. Just as little. Yeah, but I mean, going back on the urgency, uh, Dick. I think if you look at all the games we haven't had Dicko in, I think it's just Dick, Dicko sets the tone. And mm. if we still play as badly with Dicko back, then I will be kind of questioning what's going on because the confidence obviously is gone. That, like I keep saying, the urgency, the flip, the pace. The power and the pace yeah, is just, just completely no sort gone. of intensity. No, um, and I think with Leon Clark, he didn't seem to have that intensity no. up front. So Wolves are kind of building up, and then it's like there's nothing there. Whereas Dicko, he's chasing lost causes like no man's piece. Oh well, a defeat. Well, it's back to like two or three years ago. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. yeah. Get immune to losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it. It's horrible, though, isn't it? You know, you start, you start so well, and and we have. We still have got a good team. Mm. I mean, it, it doesn't say it because when you're losing, you know, we, we come on here and fans at home and at the match and, and whatever else, and you start looking at all your flaws, don't mm. you? But when you're winning, you're looking at all the positives. Yeah. And at the moment, we are just looking at all the flaws. So, you know, it sounds like that we're absolutely terrible, but we're not. We, we, we yeah. have still got a we're good in a bad team. Patch. We just yeah. need to find that little bit of je ne sais quoi. Mm. Yeah, what does that even mean? Um, 
Je ne sais quoi means I know nothing to say. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's about. I'm sure a lot of people agree with that. To be fair. <laughs> It's like I don't know. <laughs> You've had a bear, man. I try to say it all like. Just say yeah, Celebi. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. That oh well, Celebi. <laughs> oh yeah, bring you back memories, Alice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, what a tune. Two Saturday, Wolves are away to Brentford. Uh, last season away, Wolves won 3 0. It was probably the game that pushed Wolves on the promotion push. Um, but it's probably going to be a completely different kettle of fish this Saturday. Brentford are on an amazing run of form. They've won the last four games. They've beaten Derby and Forest in that run. They beat Fulham the other night as well. Uh, they're up to fifth. They're only four points off top. Um, their top goal scorer is Gray. With seven, they're playing very good football at the moment down in Brentford. We've got Bournemouth coming up as well after them, which at home, which we'll talk about on the next week. Is that at home? That's at yeah. home, yes. Tuesday night, though, isn't it? No, Saturday. Saturday. Oh, right. But, okay. oddly, is this the worst time to play Brentford? Nah, their bubble will burst. And it'll start again. Like it did last time. Burst, yeah. so, um... <laughs> their bubble will burst. That, the Brentford ain't got to stay up there. But they're on... The, the, I've seen some of what they've played. They have been playing good. But it, they are on a good run. They're on a momentous run. We're on a, a downfall at the minute. They'll come. They'll, they'll see us and think this is the best time to play Wolves. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but we thought the same when we played Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we, we need to just go with a game plan of just keeping it solid and not concede. Yeah. And, you know, even if we get a crappy nil-nil draw, you know, just something just to stem the rot and... Say they're bubble burst sooner or later. I don't think they're a bad team by any. Well, actually, yeah, I think they'll probably get relegated. But they're on, really. Uh, but they're on such a run. I don't the, know. You, you I know. think I finished twelve. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. But, but Brentford are on such a run at the minute that they've even have to t- had to talk about potentially ground sharing next season if they get promoted to the Premier League. Who with Arsenal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, they've talked about how obviously their ground. That doesn't be up seem too meditated yeah. at all, does it? But it's been in the news and. How um, Brentford won't go. No. no. They don't need to worry about that. <laughs> but they're on a good run. I spoke to uh, one of the guys from the fanzine besotted Brentford a couple of weeks ago at the awards and they were talking about how, you know, the games beforehand they were losing but they were playing really good football and they were a bit like, how are we kind of losing these games because of how we're playing? Now it's all kicking into place. Um, but it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a lot tougher than it was last season when we it was quite a big game for us last season and we did steamroll them but mm. I think this is going to be a lot more close quarters this time. Yeah, I mean, we just need to, like Richard just said, we just need to stop the rot. Even if it's just a scrappy 1-0 win mm. off McDonald's backside mm. in the 89th minute, we just need to take anything yeah. at the moment yeah. just to get that winning feeling back. Because um, it is three defeats in a row as well mm. for Wolves. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I know it's three defeats in a row, but at least two of those, I wouldn't say, yeah, I think we're going to lose, but... You can understand us losing away to Derby. Mm. You can understand us losing away to Ipswich as well, I Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm disappointed we lost at home to Forest because mm-hmm. I don't think you should really lose any of your home games in theory. But I don't think they're unexpected results. Um, and to be fair, I mean, we're 11th for the moment, is it? Mm. I don't think we're a million miles off where... I still think we're three fall. or four points off playoffs, aren't we? yeah. But we're nine points off relegation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're good. Who else okay. is in Brentford? Do we know Alex Pritchard? Yeah, yeah, I got Pritchard. Alan Judge, Judge, yeah. very good. Yeah. Dead ball 
specialist. Um, who's the keeper? Is his name Button? But- David Button. He used to be at uh, Spurs, didn't he? Or was it Sunderland? Well, I'll go with Spurs. Uh, yeah. You know more than me, to be fair. Mm. Um, <laughs> Jack Bidwell, left yeah. back. We got Gray. Is it Gray as well? The um, oh, top goal scorer. Yeah. Um, um, Adebayo from like an Orient last season. Mm. He's a good player. Mm. Have they still got? Oh, is his name something like Diamagura, who plays centre mid? No idea, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> but he's he's like a. Watered yeah. down Patrick um, Vieira. Tamani Di- Diagrong. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you just said. <laughs> he's, he's like I hope w- you're not the stadium announcer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not the bitch. Diagrong. Talking of stadium announcers, what about when we made that substitution? Oh, and yeah. Was, <laughs> coming on for Wolves number four, Lee Evans. Nah, mate. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> Who was he? Was he the Yeah, come on, man. Come on, every Um Let's talk about the team for Saturday. In then, uh, sorry, uh, Balapara, give him a chance. Mm. Yeah, take I him out would. for Henry. I would, yeah. Yeah. Um, Evans, if he's fit, I would. I, I, I wouldn't play Rowe. Mm. I'd, I'd be out of Evans and Savile for me. I don't know which one I'd go for. I'd think... probably just flip a coin. <laughs> I really hope Jack disappears. Why is Sunday League? We've all done. Uh, we don't know about Goldborn with his yeah. injury yet, but obviously, what, what is his injury? Um, um, he's injured the tendon in the bottom of his foot, hasn't he? Something um, like that. I which I can't remember the correct name of. Oh, okay. Well, you bring him back in if yeah, if yeah, definitely. And we'll, I think Jack has said recently that he should we, be we've missed, we've missed yeah. him as well. So I think Wolves need to try and get back to the team we. Had yeah, near the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously Dicko, I think he's he, he's out for the week. They've said, but he's kind of slightly training, so he should be back for Bournemouth, which would be a huge mm, boost. Yeah, yeah. Um, if Wolf can somehow figure out how to do four four two, Dicko and Graham yeah. could be a good combination. I think. Would you kind of almost keep the four five one, but play? I know Dicko off Graham. Yeah, or in the mm. Edwards role, or whatever you yeah. can't kind of describe it as, and just have him buzzing around. Yeah. Um, I would. Well, I, I thought that's what he was going to do when he signed Leon Clark, yeah. and he's going to play Dicko off mm. Clark. He seems but to do it the other way round, yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. he? Um, which I don't really get. But, but he's the manager, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I can complain. I've got a season together. Any other changes, or just kind of try and keep the same team apart from those those two? Yeah, I'd, yeah, I think I'll probably go with Kimi. Garbourn if he's fit. Steaman, Bath, Doherty. Flip a coin between Everton, Savile, <laughs> McDonald, Sacco. VLP. VLP, Edwards, Graham. Yeah, I think I'd have pretty much the same team. It's good to see that, them. Yeah. Keita on the bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was it. Also, it doesn't no, say much for Clark, does it? All, no Jacobs no. on the bench at all. Mm. Mm. Anyone else notice on Saturday that when they, the two times where they read out the teams and they read out Kuzak? Didn't get a cheer at all, just silence. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, the bench, Kuzak. <laughs> and then he went, just his mum going mental. Yeah. <laughs> let's imagine who just was... Just one thing. Let's say Steven was next yeah. on the bench, Kuzak. Number six, which is Steven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so I felt a bit bad, but I guess that'll, that'll wear out, won't yeah. it, after, after a while. Um, let's have predictions then for Saturday Richards. Um, I'll go 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. 
Luke uh, Thompson. Two on Wolves. Two on Wolves. Goldborn, if he plays, then we won't lose. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for... I don't... I'm going to go for a nil-nil. I think it'll be one of those ones where Brentford will be slaughtering us laughing, Jimmy is sweating. <laughs> just keep, don't lose, don't lose, don't lose. And get the draw and get back onto this. Then we'll beat Bournemouth and no one will be like, oh, Wolves are back. What do you think will happen, say, if we lost 4 or 5 nil To Brentford? Yeah. Do you think then I will be... Meltdown? I think I will be in the corner shaking <laughs> and crying with my, my Kenny jacket poster <laughs> yeah. going, why Kenny? Why? <laughs> do you think people will start questioning jacket if we... Lost to Brentford and Bournemouth side quite heavily. I think maybe, yeah. but I think people will give him the chance for January to see whether they can bring in the resources. If January comes and for some reason, whether it's board or jacket, we don't bring anyone in or barely anyone in, then people will, I think. Mm. But January's so key for Wolves, mm. just because obviously Dako, Dico and Sacco go <laughs> and stuff like that. But that's a, a deeper conversation. For another time. Yeah. And that's where we'll leave it on this week's podcast. Uh, just thanks very much for everyone listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Upper Creative. Just to let you know that if you've uh, uh, got a website that you want to build up, uh, Upper Creative have got a deal uh, this Friday on the 28th of November uh, for a 10% discount on any of their web packages. All you need to do is get in touch and inquire and you'll be eligible for that 10% discount. Um, and if you're looking for uh, to update your website, get in touch with them um, at uh, hub at uppercreative.com or go to the website uppercreative.com and use the promotion code Black Friday. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow us all week on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook, Walls Football Fancast Show and like, and visit our website for all the latest blogs um, and opinion pieces, wallsfancast.com. Uh, we'll be back next week to review that game against Brentford and uh, preview the game against Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. Getting to Christmas now. We get the, uh, the Christmas special coming up soon, don't we? Mm-hmm. A fan cast. Do we do a Christmas special? Well, it's the one that's nearest to Christmas. We call it the Christmas special. Do we do anything we'll special a, about it? It'll be a review of the year. Will you do a Billy well. Right, Billy Wrong? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he might think of a new one. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember last year when we did it? It was me, you and Charlie, and we all pulled those crackers, but then Charlie knocked his drink oh, and it went yeah. all down. Yeah. And they all had your carpet as well, oh, didn't they? Yeah. It cost so much for Charlie to make <laughs> that carpet. <laughs> Uh, but thank you very much for listening uh, for this week. It's bye from Richard. Uh, goodbye. Bye. I forgot to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the new hip slang word. Yeah. All the kids will be saying it. Gry. <laughs> you get me, Gry. Uh, bye from Luke. See you later. And it's bye from me. See you next week.